believe the age of principles could save your life? If somebody asks me this question, I would say yes, especially when you are in a deep ocean. Hello guys, I'm Andy, your Agile Coach. This is my podcast, Agile Rocket. This channel aims to talk about Agile practices from life cases in a comprehensible manner, boost the team collaboration efficiency with Agile methodologies, and help people adopt the Agile mindset in their daily life. Everyone could get something from each episode, no matter which domain you'd like to apply to. If you acknowledge the spirit of Agile, subscribe to my podcast, thumbs up, and grow with me. I think many people had seen the news several months ago that the Titan submarine imploded near the Titanic and the passengers, including the Ocean Gate CEO, Stockton Rush, had all been dead because the submarine could not tolerate the huge pressure in the deep ocean. So many experts started explaining why the tragedy happened. Some people pointed out that the material of the sub applied the carbon fiber that cannot tolerate the pressure in the deep ocean. Some people criticized the CEO's rudeness of not following directors' suggestions to pass the engineering certification. Even the ocean gate is blamed for manifesting the submarine with a game controller and a simple control panel. Whatever the reason is, the tragedy is a classic example of a failed product. In my opinion, the tragedy could be avoided upfront if they follow the HR principles to develop their ocean touring business. But how? Today, I'd like to give you three basic ideas when you are handling a complex problem, especially when you are developing a product that is highly sensitive to people's lives, just as the Titan submarine. Iterative and incremental design, acceptance criteria, and business adaptability to risk. I believe the ideas will save you billions of dollars as the exceptional conditions occur and build strong credits with your customers. Okay, so why did it implode in the deep ocean? Now, there is a believable statement that Titan cannot tolerate such a high pressure in the deep ocean. They imploded, and five people died within 30 milliseconds without any feelings. So, where is the pressure? As we had learned in junior high school, the pressure under the liquid appearance could be calculated by the multiplication between the intensity of the liquid and the depth of an object. Let's assume that the intensity is fixed. So we could imagine that the deeper we are, the more pressure we should afford. So did the Titan submarine. Not to mention, it had to balance various currencies, dynamic temperatures, and so many variable factors in such a tough environment. Statistically, the average depth of the seafloor is about 3.7 kilometers, and the depth of the Titanic is about 3.8 kilometers. We could imagine there must have sufficient preparation when we plan to explore such a deep area. From my viewpoint, the Ocean Gate CEO was dealing with a complex system that contains many variable factors determining the safety of the ocean tourists, and the scenario pretty fits the usage of HR principles. So the primary question is how to avoid similar tragedy from HR perspectives. In my opinion, there are three HR fundamentals to develop the ocean torrent basis and eliminate potential risks as possible as we could. First up, I think we should develop the business in an iterative and incremental manner. That means we should set up several small milestones achieved before completing the ultimate objective, and we are able to adapt the current status to results from each milestone to eliminate the possibility of failure. 
OceanGate is a private-owned company, so um, basically we cannot interfere with how they deal with the serpent rim. But from engineering perspective, they could adapt their business scope to the depth of the ocean. As I have mentioned, the average depth of the seafloor is 3.7 kilometers. How about exploring the ocean based on the depth, such as 200 meters per level? So, the submarine could at least pass the stress testing through 19 levels to assure its safety. The submarine needs to tackle various factors like pressure, currencies, temperatures, light, and operating stops. These things are more complex and dynamic as deep as they sink. Even, they could apply a robot to operate the submarine at different levels to validate the safety of the system without putting an individual at risk. And this way, I believe they could avoid many mistakes at low cost and seek further refinement to current submarine to eliminate potential risks. In most times, we hope to get things done at one time, but that's almost impossible because there are lots of uncertainties we should discover from the iterative and incremental process. And then, I think it's important to set up a must-pass acceptance criteria to provide the most protection for the tourists, no matter stress tests, machine inspection, or torrent training. There is no compromise to seek the highest level of safety for every adventurous. In this tragedy, the submarine was criticized for not using safe materials to afford the pressure outside the system. But if you carefully think about it, in fact, many bosses or managers might choose to sacrifice some quality to seek fast delivery, right? The only difference is that the former felt at the cost of five people's lives, while the latter at most felt at the cost of user satisfaction. I agree, sometimes we have to balance between the quality and the market timing, but that doesn't mean we have to sacrifice our lives to prove the product is wrong. Building sufficient amount of acceptance criteria helps the business gain more confidence to go further, and you could save people's lives when extreme conditions are fully considered. Lastly, the ocean gate could adapt the ocean tolerant business to its risk tolerance. Through this event, we have known the ocean gate ran the business of deep ocean tolerant of Titanic. But it is apparently that its system cannot tolerate such a risk in the deep ocean. A better approach is developing light ocean exploring in the very beginning and adapt its business scale based on the iterative and incremental trial results. As we said, the death level. It might not be the best pace to directly approach the ultimate destination. Instead, we should adapt the system to trial results so we gradually approach the ultimate goals. No matter in this case or other business scenarios, I believe the three principles could help the entrepreneurs save a large amount of money at the early stage and have more opportunities to try errors. Try to imagine if the ocean gate follows the iterative and incremental development principles, it is probably that they could discover the system deficits early and fix them on time. Besides that, they were able to run their business at a relatively low cost by quickly bringing cash flow early once the submarine passed the acceptance criteria. Finally, maybe the approach could protect tourists from death and the five individuals could safely back from the deep ocean. And that's why I said the age of principles may save your life in such a fierce condition. To sum up, I prefer to consider this event as a man-made tragedy instead of a natural catastrophe. The Ocean Gate CEO, Stockton Rush, tried to think out of the box without following the basic engineering principles that made the tragedy happen. The story also reminds us of never violating fundamental principles when your products are life-critical. Lastly, always be customer-centric. 
don't put them at risk for your ambition. This episode is very different from what I had made before because I hope you could know some real cases where HR principles could be adopted. I indicated three primary ideas you could apply when it comes to handling complex problems. Iterative and incremental design, acceptance criteria, and business adaptability to risk. If you still have other questions, now I provide a one-on-one free online consulting service. You just need to reserve a web call in the introduction. If you like this episode, thumbs up, subscribe me and comment below if you have any questions. I'm Andy, your Agile Coach. See you next time.